This is Tania, and you're listening to Nia on Purpose. I started this podcast to create a space where I can speak with intention and walk in my purpose. I hope that listeners resonate with something I say and are encouraged to also live purposefully. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Nia on Purpose. This is your host, Tania. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about celebrations. As I prepared to start this episode, I kept asking myself, what's worth celebrating? And later in this episode, I'm going to actually have an answer for that, for that question. As someone in my 20-somethings, I think that people my age experience a lot of first. And I mean like a first first child, birthdays, graduations, marriages, new like jobs. All of those are something that I feel are really big for, for those of us that are in their 20s. As I thought about these celebratory moments in our lives, I thought about the ones that I specifically recall celebrating publicly versus privately. And I've got three different occasions where I celebrated something publicly. The first one that I'm going to talk about is when my best friend had her baby. I remember exactly where I was and what I was doing when she went to the hospital to deliver her baby. I was getting ready to leave Knoxville. I was there for a conference and then I had a visit after that for work and she just texted a group chat we have and said nine centimeters and we all knew okay it's go time it's it's he's about to, a little man's about to be here around two that same day she sent us pictures of him and that's when I had to pull over at Target and really just take it all in talk to her FaceTime her and just bask in like the happiness of a new life entering this world At the same time, so like I said, I was heading back to Nashville to home. And by home, I meant like I was stopping in Nashville, but I was going home home. I was going to my hometown because at the same time, I actually also had recently lost one of my cousins. And I remember that entire weekend. It was so exciting because my best friend just had her baby. Like we're celebrating life. But at the same time, like my family was grieving a death in the family. And so that was probably the first time that I've ever experienced celebrating both life and grieving a lost loved one, or as some people would say, celebrating death at the exact same time simultaneously. If you've listened to previous episodes, I know that I've mentioned celebrating my birthdays, and this is the second thing that I celebrate publicly. My birthdays again, can be bittersweet. I recognize them almost in a similar fashion as celebrating life and death, as I've mentioned um, with my best friend and my cousin passing away relatively weeks apart from each other. It's, It's always in the back of my mind, like, yeah, I'm celebrating turning a year older, but it's also a reminder that my sister is forever frozen in time at the age of 20 years old. However, I do love to celebrate other people's birthdays and I love to give gifts. I found it in my heart 
<laughs> to give gifts to people on my actual birthday this past year just because birthdays are a celebration and even if I'm not feeling my best I want other people to feel their best even on my birthday another like celebration another milestone I remember celebrating in the past was my first salary position I know I've talked about my job a few times on here and I just mentioned earlier I was in Knoxville working but when I got my job at the University of Memphis, I was still working like full time at a Japanese and Vietnamese restaurant in Memphis. I was just really blessed because I got the opportunity to work with all of my friends. We all had the same job. We were all serving, bartending, managing. It was really, really fun, really cool. A great experience for your young, like 19, 20, 21, 22, that whole era. When I announced like, you know, hey, I'm leaving, got my big salary, big girl job. My friends surprised me on our last day of work together with a cake. And then we just kind of like ate cake and drank a little bit and celebrated after hours at our restaurant. And that's how we, we celebrated my, my new role, my, I guess, like level up. In a similar fashion, I said that I celebra I've celebrated things publicly, but I've also ce celebrated things privately, like my decision to move to Nashville. I did not tell many people that I was planning to move. I kind of just, in a way, snuck out of Memphis and never looked back. Um, I did not want it to be a big ordeal at all. I didn't want people to like celebrate my move or make a big deal out of it. And so I did that kind of silently. I had decided to move for a few reasons. I wanted to explore a new city. I wasn't quite ready to move out of the state. I wanted to make a little more money. I, I knew there were more opportunities in Nashville to grow as a professional. So I wanted to take advantage of those while I still was comfortable in my career at the University of Memphis. And honestly, I also wanted to move because I was dealing with a lot of toxic people, toxic relationships in Memphis. And... I thought the only way to eliminate the issues was to move away from them, to put legitimate distance between me and, and those people. Although moving to a new city can be exciting, it's also kind of, it was also kind of sad. I felt like I left behind a lot of special people and family. I went from seeing like my friends and my loved ones to like every day or on the weekends to seeing them like maybe once a month if I'm lucky, maybe doing a few FaceTimes during the week or whatever the case may be, but not getting that in-person face-to-face contact very often. I went from spending my time every single day with someone to not spending time with anyone, spending a lot of my time alone. And so it was it was really different and I feel like it was kind of like a grieving pro like you're you're grieving the the connections you had with people and I had a bit of FOMO to be completely honest with you it was <laughs> it was definitely a celebration worth having but there was also again those bittersweet moments that that kind of sting a little too and so the way I celebrated my move silently was um like I said I moved into my apartment I remember my first night here I had a blow-up mattress, a desk, some wine, and some dinner. And that's how I celebrated, by myself, in my apartment, on my blow-up mattress. I did also have a TV, so I guess that's a plus. 
Another one of my like silent celebrations has been my pay raises. So after you work so long at an institution, you start to get like longevity pay raises. I'm not like obviously going to shout to the world, hey, I got a pay raise. I'm making this amount of money so that people can like count my pockets because that's ridiculous. So that is definitely something that I've celebrated silently and privately. And the way I celebrate those moments are making sure that I take a little bit of money out of my paycheck, sit it aside just for myself. So I get myself something nice. Like I love getting packages to my house. So maybe I buy something off Amazon that I'm excited or maybe I buy a new outfit or maybe I I take myself out to dinner or try a new restaurant here in Nashville. Those are things that I do to celebrate, you know, a little bit of extra money. But again, also that bittersweet factor comes with it because the more money you make the more they take out the more the more you're taxed (laughs) one thing that I have learned though about celebrating both privately and publicly is that we need to celebrate the big things and the little things nothing is too small to celebrate nothing is too I guess like mediocre sometimes also celebration comes with a grain of salt Like I said, like multiple times this episode, it can be bittersweet. I had an experience during the first six months that gave me a different outlook on celebrations. So within the first six months that I was here, I feel like I was experiencing too much time alone. Some days, like the only voice I would hear was mine. And for me, that's not a good feeling. I was also dealing with a lot of loss, loss of friendships, loss of relationships. I didn't really know how to operate without having that connection with some people. And it was really taking a toll on just like my day-to-day life and activities. I found myself not eating. I was sleeping odd hours if I was sleeping at all. I was either sleeping like a couple hours or I was sleeping all day and nothing in between. And I even stopped like getting up to go shower. I remember I would sit on my couch all day, all day, just sit in different positions. Like at one point, like I didn't even have like any desire or energy to even get up and go to bed at night. I was just staying on the couch, not doing anything like getting up to pee. And that's it. But that's all that's all I had the energy or the desire to do. And one, I never, ever, ever want to get back to that place again. And two, I never want to isolate myself so much that I feel cornered and alone because I wasn't I just wasn't reaching out. And so at some point during that time, I said to myself, something is really wrong and I have got to change something. And so my first step was to tell someone. And so I called my mom and I said, mom, I'm not okay. Like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this feeling is, but I'm not okay. And this is not normal. After that, I decided to make an active like decision to do things. (laughs) And by do things, I don't know. I couldn't think of anything else to say just then, but I made an active decision to move to get up, to talk to people, to live. That's when I started focusing on decorating my apartment. I remember I went to, it might've been Walmart, I think. And I bought some canvases and some paint. And 
I decorated two of them to hang above my bar cart that I also bought. One of the canvases says cheers and this cute little cursive writing and under it it says every day. From that day forward I used that little painting as a reminder to just simply be okay to celebrate anything everything and that answers the question that I posed at the beginning of this episode that I I was thinking about when I was preparing for this episode every day is a celebration I think that waking up and deciding to be an active participant in life can be the biggest celebration of all it can also be the hardest and that's why I'm saying we should celebrate every every win no matter how small it is As I prepare to close out this episode, I feel that I would be remiss if I did not mention a current occasion that I'm celebrating. This episode is truly, truly perfect timing because when I planned to do this episode and when I was outlining this topic, I did not know that this would happen for me. I recently accepted a new position at Belmont University and will be leaving the University of Memphis shortly. This is both exciting and scary for me just because this role is one, it's different than what I've done. And two, it's almost like I'm closing a chapter of my life. I've been at the University of Memphis in some capacity as a student, an employee for all of my adult years, literally since I was 18. And in a week, I I won't be. (laughs) It's almost like I'm officially living and working in Nashville. So that's what I'm celebrating now. I'm super excited and I can't wait for what the future holds. And I'm ready to celebrate. I'm ready to... (laughs) pop a bottle of champagne and and tell everyone <laughs> but thank you for listening to this episode of Nia on Purpose I hope that you heard something that encouraged you or inspired you I hope you enjoyed something I said during this episode I hope you come back for more until next time this has been Nia on Purpose again for listening to Nia on Purpose. My goal is always to reach a new individual and encourage the spread of love, hope, compassion, and peace. I hope I succeeded and I hope y'all come back for more. Be sure to support me in any way you see fit and tune in next time. And remember, it was always on purpose.